the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Maybe they were going the wrong way. And those black men from Haiti who were caught on the Texas border by those mean guys on horses must not have heard about how racist the U.S. is and how the voter ID law in Texas is really racist. Here's Senator Ted Cruz questioning some witnesses at a hearing on Wednesday. Start with a question for each of the five witnesses. Uh, In your judgment, are voter ID laws racist? Professor Tolson. Thank you for that question. Um, So it depends. One thing we have to stop doing is treating all voter ID laws as the same. Okay, so your answer, I I, want to move quickly, so it depends is your answer? Yes, that's my answer. Okay, so what voter ID laws are racist? Apologies, Mr. Cruz, your state of Texas, perhaps? Okay, so you think the entire state of Texas is racist. What about requiring an ID to vote is racist? Um, So I think, sir, that's pretty reductive. I'm not saying the entire state of Texas is racist. You just said my state of Texas, so you tell me what about the Texas voter ID laws is racist. So the fact that the voter ID law was put into place to diminish the political power of Latinos uh, with racist intent and had been found to have racist intent. You're asserting that. What's your evidence for that? Uh, The the federal district court that first – resolve the constitutionality of Texas's voter ID law. Okay, so your view is voter ID laws are racist. How about you, Mr. Yang? I agree with Professor Tulsa. Voter ID laws can be racist. Okay, that's two. Mr. Sides? There are some voter ID laws that are racially discriminatory in intent. How about in practice? In intent, fine, you, you say there's some racist with, with a malevolent okay. intent lurking in the back of their mind. But let's just talk about it as a practical matter. When I go to vote... They ask me for my ID. I pull out my ID. I show it to them. I vote. Is that racist? If the law that requires you to do that was motivated by racially discriminatory intent under our Constitution. Set aside intent. intent. I'm asking about the effect. Yes, in effect, I think that there are discriminatory effects from a number of voter ID laws. Okay, thank you. I'm going to give the witness a chance to answer the question. Go ahead, Mr. Sign. Yes, in effect, I think many voter ID laws are discriminatory and in design. They are designed to have that effect. Okay, Ms. Reardon. No, sir. Mr. Van uh, Spakovsky. No, particularly because every single state that has passed an ID law has put in a provision to provide a free ID to anyone who doesn't have one. The turnout numbers show it has no effect, and I would remind everyone that the current version of the Texas voter ID law for in-person voting the Obama administration agreed in court, in a court filing, that they were satisfied with it and that it was not discriminatory. Well, that last person you just heard there is Hans von Spakovsky, and we're going to talk to him about this and the Arizona audit, which is uh, just being, well, the results are just being disclosed right now. We'll do that when we come back. Stick around. love our cellular shades from blinds.com they're beautiful and make our entire house feel more like home thousands of customers update their home every month with blinds.com whether you just move to a new place or just want to give your home a little love this fall go to blinds.com for brand new window treatments and make your house feel more like home blinds.com makes it easy and affordable to upgrade your whole house with the latest styles premium materials and even motorization with no hidden fees or misleading quotes not sure where to start Get advice from a Blinds.com professional design consultant for free. Whether you want to do it yourself or have them handle the measuring and installation for you, Blinds.com has you covered with free shipping and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Go to Blinds.com now to shop and save up to 35% off site-wide. That's Blinds.com for up to 35% off. Blinds.com. Pay over time with PayPal credit at Blinds.com. PayPal credit is subject to credit approval. Visit Blinds.com slash PayPal for details. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's finally time to 
replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 123121. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty. In the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrpittsburgh.com. Swim trunks and milk. Whether you're on vacation or getting groceries, if you don't make a list, chances are you'll forget something. The same is true in retirement. If you want to make sure you haven't overlooked anything, Roy and Jason Locks at the Synergy Group can help. They have a checklist to help you find out if you're on the right track for retirement. Take the checklist challenge. If you can check all the boxes on the list with confidence, you may be ready for retirement. If not, the Synergy Group can help you address any potential costly mistakes. For the complimentary checklist, visit SynergyGroupInc.com slash checklist. See if you've got it right. Take the checklist challenge today at SynergyGroupInc.com slash checklist. That's SynergyGroupInc.com slash checklist firm provides insurance services securities offered through jw cole financial member finra sipc investment advice offered through jw cole advisors jw cole financial and jw cole advisors are not affiliated with the synergy group inc investing involves risk including the potential loss of principal mike lindell the inventor and ceo of my pillow wants to give back to our listeners you can get great discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the radio listeners specials Get deep discounts on MyPillow's mattress toppers, towels, and so much more. For example, Mike's offering a buy one, get one free offer on Giza sheets. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials for the buy one, get one free offer on Giza sheets. Enter promo code STAG or call 800 716 8087 for these great specials. That's 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, before the break, you heard Ted Cruz questioning witnesses at a hearing on uh, voting rights on Wednesday. The last person you heard was a frequent guest on this show, Hans von Spakovsky of the Heritage Foundation. He's a legal fellow there. He's also a former member of the Federal Election Commission, and he joins us now. Hans, good to have you back on again. Thanks for having me, John. Yeah, thank you for coming. Uh, This is interesting because I I wanted to see what the media were saying about the the, uh, hearing that you took uh, part in, and I don't know if you've I'm, I'm guessing you, you've seen some of this, but anyway, the Washington Post, yeah, the Washington Post ripped Cruz uh, for how he, somebody named Dave Aaron Blake, uh, ripped Cruz for how he handled the questioning, and the writer, his name is Aaron Blake, uh, he recounted the exchanges with everybody in his story, well, every every Democrat, but except you, no mention of your testimony, and I swear I saw you on a video today. Uh, are you surprised no, that- he didn't include? Uh, what you said, or was that not you? Uh, I'm not surprised they didn't include me because my testimony, plus that of my uh, my other witness, Marine Reardon, who was also there on behalf of the Republican senators, our testimony was full of facts, facts and evidence, um, none of which was countered by the three uh, Democratic witnesses or the Democratic senators. They just kept, kept making these grandiose claims. Oh, there's voter suppression. There's discrimination going on. And when we confronted them with actual numbers showing that that's totally not true, not a single Democratic senator asked us a question about that because they didn't want to give us any time. Yeah, and here's uh, here's what uh, this guy writes. Um 
He says, uh, Ted Cruz had a clear agenda when he questioned witnesses at a hearing on voting rights. He wanted them to call voter ID laws racist. He wound up getting more nuanced than he planned for, so he bulldozed right past it. Uh, he says, focusing on the, uh, well, he says, the exchange with Professor uh, Franita Tolson of the University of Southern California's law school, she's the first woman you heard on that uh, clip I just played, uh, in it, Tolson told Cruz to his face that Texas had a racist voter ID law, but focusing on that undersells how torturous Cruz's presentation was. Senator tried to paint the witnesses' views of how racist voter ID laws are with an extremely broad brush. Weren't they the ones uh, painting it with a broad brush? Yes, exactly. It's like I, this guy, I, either he's just lying in his op-ed or he didn't watch the hearing. And let's just take that one claim that that professor made that the Texas voter ID law is racist. Well, excuse me, but as I mentioned, um, that law was approved by the federal courts. The only reason it's in place is because the federal courts said it's not racially discriminatory. Therefore, you can implement this law. And as I pointed out at the hearing, um, in the lawsuit that had been filed by the Obama administration, the Obama Justice Department, against the Texas law, they filed a pleading, a, a brief, in court, telling the court, yes, we agree the Texas law as it now stands is not discriminatory. So that woman, it was just totally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and again, we got a guy here, and I didn't read all the uh, media accounts, but uh, you know, I guess I would guess that the Washington Post is pretty representative how, of how it would be reported uh, by most yeah. of the media. Uh, but I don't know. It seems to me that what what you just said about the Obama administration and what I heard you say in your testimony would seem to be kind of an important part of the story if you're going to write the story. And, and if you want to disagree oh, with it while you're yeah. writing it, that's fine. But you got to mention it, don't you? Well, you do, but the, see, they don't mention it, and the other witnesses didn't mention it because they couldn't counter what I was saying. I'll give you another quick example of that. Remember, they were saying that there's voter suppression going on all over the country, that there's systematic, widespread racial discrimination. Well, look, that's illegal under the Voting Rights Act, yet... You know how many lawsuits the Obama administration filed? And nobody, nobody, I think, believes they were shy about going after anybody they thought was discriminating. In the entire eight years of the Obama administration, the Obama Justice Department, including when Eric Holder was there, only filed four. A total of four lawsuits claiming discriminatory conduct under the Voting Rights Act. Now, if there's this massive discrimination going on, don't you think there would have been a few more than just four cases? You would think. Um, now, uh, you mentioned Margaret Reardon. She's another Republican witness. Um, and sh as you mentioned, uh, she didn't make it into the Washington Post story either. What was the what was the crux of her testimony that, the, that this guy ignored? She is a former career lawyer inside the voting section, they are the ones that, that uh, uh, deal with the Voting Rights Act for 20 years. She only recently retired. And she talked about how partisan the individuals uh, she saw there were, including consulting with the Democratic National Committee when they were engaging in investigations and reviewing, for example, redistricting plans. They basically coordinated with the DNC. That is not the way government lawyers are supposed to work and engage in that kind of partisan behavior. And what what is uh, how is the Texas law, if it is uh, any different from other um, laws that uh, other states that have ID included in their voting laws? Actually, it's easier to comply with <laughs> because because listen, the, the law they were saying was racist. Specifically, has a provision, and it says, yeah, you're supposed to show a, a government-issued photo ID when you come vote, but if you don't have an ID, you can fill out and sign a form in which you say, I had a reasonable impediment that kept me from getting an ID, and guess what? You get to vote. 
And uh, so if I were to move to Texas uh, tomorrow and want to vote in an election in November, what would I have to do to uh, to show them that I, I'm, a, I'm now re- – I don't know if, I, if that would disqualify me for November. I'm not familiar with the laws. You are. But, I mean, if I, if I moved to Texas and I wanted to vote in the next election that I was qualified for, put it that way, what would I have to do? I mean, what would be so tough about it for me? Well, it, it wouldn't. You, you, you can get a uh, – there's a whole series of um, IDs that could work, uh, everything from uh, uh, passports to driver's licenses to a, series, a whole series of other IDs that are acceptable. And if you – as soon as you got there, got a driver's license from Texas, you could use that. Uh, or uh, when you register to vote, you can get the free – non-driver's license photo ID that you could use for voting that is issued in every single county across the state. And, and how, so how much of a moron do you have to be to not be able to um, qualify yourself to vote in Texas? Uh, or to show you're well, qualified? Well, there obviously aren't. I mean, there obviously aren't a lot of morons because uh, with their voter ID law in place, Texas registration and turnout has gone up which is the same thing that's happened in every other state. By the way, that's another fact that I brought out uh, on Wednesday that uh, Democratic senators did not want to deal with, and that is I cited a 2019 study that looked at 10 years' worth of turnout in every single state across the country, compared the states with voter ID to states with no voter ID, and concluded that Voter ID has no effect on voters, regardless of their their race or even a political affiliation. It just doesn't keep people out of the polls, which, John, you and I both know. What is it? Ninety nine percent of Americans already have an ID because they need one every day. You know, you want to cash a check, buy a beer, go to the pharmacy and and get a, a, a prescription filled. You've got to show an ID if you go to the hospital, to a doctor. I mean, there's so many things you have to do. It Ordinary people know that this is not a problem. It's only the elitists and the ivory tower academics that they bring in as witnesses who think this is a problem. And, what, and uh, at, what, at what point do you suppose um, th- that they will find another avenue to pursue in order to uh, come up with ways to make it easier to cheat? I mean... Uh, the whole ID thing, it seems to be pretty well established. Even, uh, black, black voters are in favor of ID. They have no problem with it. Hispanic voters don't have a problem with it. So why do the Democrats keep fo- focusing on this? How could it possibly be a winning issue? Well, I think they, I think they, 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 they do this for two reasons. One, they still think it's a way of scaring voters into thinking that those evil Republicans are trying to keep you out of the polls. And frankly, they use it to raise money because they're the, the big donors, the people like Mark Zuckerberg and others who give money to the Democrats, they, they believe this propaganda that the left is putting out um, that uh, voter ID somehow keeps minority voters from, from, from voting. By the way, it displays, and, and uh, Ted Cruz said this yesterday, a remarkably patronizingly racist view towards minority voters. The idea that a, a black Texan or Hispanic Texan can't go get a free ID the same way white people can. I, I can't think of a more racist attitude. And that was the attitude displayed by all three witnesses there yesterday who were supposedly there on behalf of, of minority voters. Uh, we're talking to Hans von Spakovsky of the Heritage Foundation, also a former member of the Federal Election Commission. Uh, Hans, you've been in Washington and around uh, Washington, D.C. politics for a long time. Um, and I ask this question of people all the time, and I, I, I think it might be unfair to ask these because I'm expecting you to know uh, an answer to something you might not be able to know. But are these because pe- I see this stuff and I are, are these people are they that stupid? I'm talking about the, the, the people who are pushing the idea thing, uh, you know, the people you saw at the hearing yesterday and the, and the Democrats in general. Are they that stupid or is it they're just that disingenuous? They can't possibly be that stupid, can they? No, they're not. They're, they're just being disingenuous. And frankly, a lot of them, uh, they have the intention of they want to make it easier to cheat. 
because they believe that folks on the other side of the political aisle are so evil that anything you do to win is justified. That, that is the attitude. And that's why, for example, you know, one of the things that um, these same people have been adamantly against is any kind of verification of the citizenship of people who register to vote. And the reason for that is they want people who are not citizens registering, voting, and getting away with it because they think it'll help them win elections, even though, you know, it's a violation of federal law. That's a felony for an alien to register and vote. If uh, you think if they could get away with it, they would uh, just uh, all of a sudden um, just decree that illegal uh, immigrants could vote? Uh, Non-citizens, yeah. let's put it that way. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Look, San Francisco is now the biggest um, city in the United States that allows aliens to vote in local elections. And do you do you think they distinguish there between people who are here legally and illegally? Of course no, not. No. Now, this was about H.R. 4. I think that that's what the hearing was about. Yes. The, the John Lewis yes. Voting Rights Advancement Act. Um, what would the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act do for these poor, uh, uh, um, oppressed people in Texas who can't vote because they're of, of the color of their skin? What what would this do for them? In, in essence, this bill would give the uh, federal bureaucrats, the very partisan federal bureaucrats that inhabit the uh, Justice Department and the ones that Marine was testifying about, the ability to veto many state election law changes made by state. So, for example, if you're a state and you decide that having voter ID is a good idea and you put in that, your legislature changes a law and puts in an ID law, um, if H.R. 4 were in place, uh, that law would not be effective until and unless you submitted it to the U.S. Justice Department and the Justice Department said it was okay. Now, uh, does anybody here, does anybody listening to your show um, think uh, they know exactly how uh, uh, Biden appointees would rule on any voter ID law that comes across their desk? They would immediately reject it no matter what the facts are. I have a little less than two minutes to go uh, with Hans von Spakovsky. I want to ask you real quick about the Arizona audit. According to the right. media reports everywhere, uh, it shows that Biden legitimately won the state uh, last November, and everybody should forget it. Are they might maybe might they be a little premature? These some of these media reports. Yes, in fact, what they're doing is they're taking one part of the report and ignoring all the rest. What they're what what the report says is that when they hand recounted the ballots, it still came out you know the same with mm-hmm. Biden winning. Yeah, but then if you read the rest of the report. It lists all these problems, uh, thousands of ballots, um, more ballots returned by voters than had been received. Um, potential voters who apparently uh, voted in more than one county in Arizona. Uh, all of those need to be investigated. And unless they're investigated, we still won't know who won. Uh, look, the way to look at this, the easy way is, look, if you have an election in your homeowners association and a hundred people uh, vote and, you know, one person wins 51 to 49. Well, if you recount those votes, they're going to come out again as 51, 49. But if you don't check to make sure that all the people voting actually live in your neighborhood, yeah. then you don't know if it was a, a, a valid win. And, and they raise many questions. Uh, about all kinds of problems, like I said, including people who uh, apparently should not have voted that need to be investigated. And what I'm afraid of is that this is all just going to be dropped now. The Maricopa election officials are going to say, see, we told you so. And they're not going to actually look at all these other problems and investigate them to actually verify whether they're true or not. Well, if you if you Google, uh, just Google the uh, Arizona election audit, Every headline that you see says uh, Biden uh, is, has been proven to have won the election. Big uh, defeat for Trump. There's no nuance in there. He, he, it's, it's the same result we got back in November. That's what you're getting. Yeah, well, they haven't, they're ignoring the whole rest of the audit report. 
Yeah, and I have the numbers in front of me. I don't have time to go into it, but you can. Uh, uh, PJ Media does a good job of listing yes. all the all the uh, problems that they had. Hans, I'm out of time. Always great to have you on, especially for something like this. You're the man on the on the vote. I appreciate it. Thanks. Okay, we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Legislation passed by the House today would guarantee a woman's right to an abortion. GOP Congresswoman Vicki Jo Hartzler of Missouri says the bill will not protect women's health. This bill eliminates protections for women and girls facing coercion, neglect, discrimination. It endangers their health, and it ends the life of a living human being with a plan and a purpose from God and who deserves to live. The bill is a largely symbolic gesture because Republican opposition will doom the measure in the Senate. The House vote part of an effort by Democrats to circumvent a new Texas pro-life law. Brian Laundry, the boyfriend of Gabby Petito, whose body was found at a national park in Wyoming, has now been charged with unauthorized use of a, credit, a debit card as searchers are continuing their search for him in a Florida swampland. This is SRN News. The United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then, just three months later... Extortion 17 requesting permission to take off. A U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others entered the Tangy Valley. That's all flash. You flash. Anybody out there, we have a fallen angel. A fallen angel. Roger. Extortion 17, the provocative new film telling the story of the largest loss of life in U.S. Special Forces history. Now playing on SalemNow.com. Questions quickly arise. Why did it take 17 minutes to fly a 10-minute mission? Was there a black box on board? Every American should be taught about what happened in Extortion 17. What really happened? The SEAL Team 6 that dreadful night. Fallen Angel. Extortion 17. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. Dr. Sebastian Gorka won't let them lie to you. Well, maybe Jen Psaki has an answer. To reduce the number of people who are coming uh, and trying to make those journeys across the border, we've actually seen some reductions in some of those numbers. 15,000 illegal aliens under a bridge is a reduction in numbers. They are lying right to your face. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The answer. Right now, people are home with their pets more often, and I think now, especially with the shedding, they're more cognizant of what's going on and that it's an actual issue. And Dynabite has helped tremendously in our house with that. I just heard the Dynabite commercial so many times. I said, you know what? I'll, I'll give it a shot, and I ordered it and tried it, and it worked. The Dynabite, the being at home, working with them, they all love it. Me and Chewy are together 24/7. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. D i n o b i t e dot com. Why doing it right, roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, Estate administration isn't a side job, it's what we do. You have the same goals we all do, to protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Still seeing those bumper-to-bumper delays on the Parkway West inbound between Carnegie and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Parkway East also super busy outbound Boulevard of the Allies up to Edgewood, Swissvale, inbound slow into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Liberty Bridge outbound, some heavy delays there. It looks like about an extra six minutes. Inbound at 579 into Liberty Bridge. Going to see close to a 10-minute backup. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
jacket may come in handy tonight as we'll see mainly clear skies. Expect a low of 49. Tomorrow, some sunshine will give way to clouds. We'll see a passing shower in the afternoon. We'll reach a high of 68. Mostly cloudy skies for tomorrow night, the low 48. Sunshine and patchy clouds to wrap up the weekend Sunday. Expect a high Sunday of 69. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, it is Friday, and you know what that means. It's time to sort through what seems to be a bigger choice of candidates every week. But our distinguished panel has chosen a winner. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. (laughs) Yeah, if uh, COVID-19 hysteria ever goes away, the list of candidates is going to shrink a lot. But it produced a good one for this week, and it's all about masks. And here's a report from KRON4 News in San Francisco. I'm not going to sip and put my mask on. Sip and put my mask on. Sip and put my mask on. Eat and put my mask on. While I'm eating and I'm drinking, I'm going to keep my mask off. The mayor of San Francisco today not apologizing, not backing down after she was seen on video defying her own city's indoor mask mandate. Thank you for joining us tonight on Crown 4 News at 5, everybody. I'm Grant Lotus. And I'm Vicki Liviakis. It's the mayor's position that she was following the health order while seen dancing and singing while uh, maskless inside a club on Wednesday. And as our Crown Force Marine Kelly reports tonight, this isn't the first time that Breed has been seen uh, and filmed barefaced inside recently. This video, obtained exclusively by Cron 4 News, shows the mayor maskless while inside a Richmond District live music venue back on August 13th with other guests without masks on. She is at a table with drinks in front of her. The city's health order states people may remove their masks while actively eating and drinking. Now, a new video posted online captured London Breed inside the Black Cat Jazz Club on her feet, dancing and singing in a room crowded with other guests. No one could be seen wearing a mask. We do not have permission to air the video, but we've posted a link on cron4.com. It was shot during what's been described as a surprise impromptu performance with two of the original members of Tony, 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 Bay Area musical legends. Today, Mayor London Breed called the fact that the video is making news sad. This is nitpicking. This is really unfortunate. And let me tell you, when the spirit moves you because you are watching history in the making, Bay Area royalty perform, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to turn around and look for where my mask is or look to see and make sure I'm picking up a drink. I'm just going to let the spirit move me. Mayor Breed's position is that she was following the health order because she was dancing at her table with food and drinks in a club where proof of vaccination is required. No one has been more conservative about protecting themselves than I have, not just because I want to set an example, but because I don't want to get COVID. And I know many people feel the same way. So let's focus on what's most important. That is getting reopened, supporting our nightlife, enjoying our great city, getting back to the normal we once enjoyed and having a good time. The mayor calls the media attention a distraction to the fact that San Francisco has done an incredible job around COVID and that we can have live performances in the city once again. Maureen Kelly, Cron 4 News. (sighs) These creeps have been doing this for over a year and a half now. And what's more annoying than the whole uh, rules for thee and not for me routine, which we see just about every day, more than once a day, it's that they're they're so arrogant that they think the peasants out there are going to accept their explanations. But uh, I can tell you this, San Francisco Mayor London Breed's explanation is good enough to make her the winner of Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit windowsrspittsburgh.com. I wonder if the uh, leaders of the Salem uh, Media Corporation would have a problem with me changing it to Creep of the Week Award. Uh, but that, that uh, Jerk of the Week, I guess, covers it. But, you know, this is the thing. Uh, first of all, I don't know. I've never heard of Tony, Tony, Tony. I've heard of Tony. I might have heard of Tony Tony, but I never heard of Tony Tony Tony. <laughs> who are they? I don't know who they are. Uh, maybe that's me. Maybe I'm old and I don't know, but it, I've never heard of them. And this is this just shows you 
how just ridiculous and shallow and stupid these people are. Because she decides that Tony, Tony, Tony is so special, our so special, whatever the, the group, the uh, whatever it is, they're special, so much so that it was history being made that they were performing at this place where she was, that because she deemed it that special, yeah, she got caught up in the spirit and she doesn't have to wear a mask. Well, you know, every day uh, I take my dogs for a run and I uh, the road that I go on, I see kids waiting for the bus, and it's in the South Fayette School District. And I see little kids. I mean, I'm talking about little kids, barely beyond babies, some of them. And they're waiting for the bus bus with a mask on. And they get on the bus, and they ride the bus to school. And then they have to sit in school and wear the bus or wear the mask for the whole time they're in school for hours. These little kids. It's, it's child abuse. And this creep who is the mayor of San Francisco, says that she, it's okay for her to take her mask off because she was feeling the spirit. That's what she said. I, I, I'm feeling the spirit. You're nitpicking. Come on, leave me alone here. I'm having a good time. Don't tell me i got to wear a mask. But by the way, if your kid is on his way to school, he better have a mask on the bus. And, um, and he better be wearing it uh, at, uh, at school all day long. Because they have in San Francisco, as far as I know, they have uh, a total mask mandate for everybody indoors at all places, unless you're the mayor and or unless you're hanging with the mayor and happen to be celebrating the return of Tony, Tony, Tony. And here's the other thing about it. It's she's she's just exposed herself as an arrogant creep, power hungry, some someone who shouldn't be holding office anywhere. Just even even though it's over something as stupid and what should be as trivial as wearing a mask, it's so blatantly hypocritical and so uh, it, it just it, it and and it's it exposes the stupidity of the law to such a degree that she disqualifies herself. She shouldn't be mayor. She should have resigned like ten minutes after the video was made public. But here's what's going to happen in San Francisco. I don't know what her term when her term is up and when she's up for election again, or if what their if they what their laws might be for uh, term limits or any of that stuff. But if she ran for re-election tomorrow in San Francisco, after all of this and after everything that she's put the city through, if she ran for re-election as mayor tomorrow against Abraham Lincoln. As a Republican, she'd win in a landslide. She wouldn't just win, she'd win in a landslide. That's how stupid the people in San Francisco are, and that for that matter, apparently a lot of people in California are stupid because they keep electing these creeps. And so, happy to give the award, the, uh, the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award to London Breed. And uh, believe me, there are plenty of other candidates out there. Uh, some and sometimes uh, we I have trouble. We we uh, here at the uh, uh, at the answer we 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 have big debates uh, with a, with our uh, esteemed panel that selects the uh, the jerk of the week award. And sometimes there are groups that deserve to win the award, but we don't have it for group. It's not the jerks of the week. It's the jerk of the week. But if you could give it to uh, jerk of the week, it, it, jerks of the week. The ACLU uh, would qualify for that, and I'll get to that in a second. But I just thought of something I wanted to do uh, before I get to that. Um, you heard uh, Hans von Spakovsky talking about the stupidity of uh, what's going on in Texas, where they're claiming that uh, the, I, the the voter uh, law there, the one that requires an ID, is racist. And uh, we and then at the end we talked about the audit in Arizona, the results of which uh, are being released today. And there's a hearing. I think it's going on right now. Been going on today. And he made a great point. Now, if I, I'm serious, if if you Google, uh, just Google Arizona audit results, and you will see every every headline that you can click on will say. Biden won the election. 
big uh, defeat for Trump. As it turns out, Biden won anyway. That's the way it, that's the way it looks. And and Hans made a great point. He said if you had uh, an election for your um, you know your, for your for your uh, uh, homeowners association, and the vote came out fifty one to forty nine, uh, and somebody said, "Well, you know, I, I'm not sure that that's the you know I, I'm not I'm not all that confident in those numbers," and say, "Okay, well, let's count them again." So they get the same ballots and they count them again and it comes out fifty one forty nine and you say, "See, we got it right. Shut up." And you know, Joe blows our uh, the president of the association. Shut up. You didn't win. Well, he pointed out that you could have a fifty one to forty nine vote. You could count those votes a hundred times. It could still come out fifty one to forty nine. But if you looked a little deeper and you found out that I don't know three of the fifth of the hundred votes cast. Were, were cast by people who didn't live in the neighborhood. And so the vote would change to uh, give you the win by a vote. That's that's what's going on in Arizona. So he pointed out some things that were that, that you won't see, at least in the preliminary reports on this. Uh, you'll see that they counted by hand, and the vote that they the vote came out the same. Might even come out more in favor of Biden uh, this time than it did in November. But he only won by ten thousand votes, supposedly. But here's what here's what I haven't seen in any story except this one that I saw at PJ Media. Here's some of the information from the audit that you probably haven't heard yet. Uh, says mail-in ballots voted from prior address and that and and on this list it says ballots impacted 23,344 and then it lists uh, each each one of these categories there's a long list of them it, it lists it, it it qualifies it by severity and this one mail-in ballots voted from prior address 23,344 severity critical the second one, potential voters that voted in multiple counties, 10,342. So that's 33,688 votes right there in those two categories, both critical, and both have nothing to do with the hand count that they did and then redid, uh, because if you get the same number of votes now that you got back in November when they finally certified it, uh it's going to come out the same, but it still would have 23,344 people that uh, were on mail-in ballots that uh, who voted from prior address or potential voters that voted in multiple counties. More ballots returned by voter than received, 9,041. The severity of that is high. Um, election management system database purged. Uh, the numbers aren't uh, uh, ballots in, uh, impacted, not available, but that severity is high. And it goes on and on and on. Um, missing ballot images, failure to follow basic cybersecurity practices, dual boot system discovered. Those are all medium severity. But there are one, two, three, six, um, six categories that are either critical or high in their severity. And the, uh, those alone add up to... Over fifty, about forty, forty-five thousand votes, and Joe Biden supposedly won by ten thousand votes. So, when you see the media reports tonight, just uh, pay attention to how many of them, you know, mention these little details here about uh, mail-in ballots voted from prior addresses and potential voters that voted in multiple counties. And then think about your homeowners association. We'll be right back. The United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then, just three months later... Extortion 17 requesting permission to take off. A U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others entered the Tangy Valley. That's all flash, team flash. Extortion 17, the provocative new film telling the story of the largest loss of life in U.S. Special Forces history. Now playing on SalemNow.com. 
Questions quickly arise. Why did it take 17 minutes to fly a 10-minute mission? Was there a black box on board? Every American should be taught about what happened in Extortion 17. What really happened? The SEAL Team 6, that dreadful night. Fallen Angel, Extortion 17. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffett forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. Deb's constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating kept giving her grief. She talked to her doctor to get some relief. Turns out Deb had irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC, which was a start. Saying yes to Linzess helped her do her part. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than six, and it should not be given to children six to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Avian Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in iHeart or Odyssey. Hey, Dad, what are you doing? Oh, hi, son. I thought I'd sing for the Legacy Box commercial. No, Dad, I want you to talk about Legacy Box, how it's the best way to digitize your family's home movies and photos. But there's no extra charge for singing. Thank you, but people need to understand that we can take old photos, VHS tapes, even film, and transfer them to DVD, thumb drive, or a digital download. Our trained technicians digitize everything by hand right here in the U.S., Don't worry, I'll cover all that. Legacy Box, Legacy Box, the best way to digitize home movies and photos so that they aren't lost. Proud of my son and his Legacy Box. Time's almost up. From sea to shining sea. Okay, I'll just read the rest of the ad then. Legacy Box is the best and easiest way to digitize your home movies and photos. Save 40% right now when you go to LegacyBox.com slash LBox. That's 40% off at LegacyBox.com slash LBox. LegacyBox.com slash LBox. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, it's Friday, uh, and that means big uh, college football weekend coming up starting tomorrow. And uh, Pitt has that big game with New Hampshire tomorrow that uh, nobody should even think about going to see, but that's uh, that's the way things go in college football. They lost to Western Michigan last week, and they have another game tomorrow where they have everything to lose and nothing to gain. If they beat New Hampshire tomorrow 112 to nothing, nobody will care. If they lose, they'll get trashed, and they'll, everybody will want to fire the coach. So, And, and they'll draw 20,000 people for it if they're lucky, which is what they deserve. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about, the football aspect of it. Uh, I'm sure if you've been uh, if you've been watching college football uh, these first few weeks of the season, you've noticed that uh, it looks like the good old days when human beings actually were sitting in the seats and cheering and making noise and having fun. Well, uh, at the time when the, when it was announced that these programs, especially in the South, uh, Southeast Conference and the SEC, that they were going to have uh, full stadiums, no restrictions. 
Uh, Dr. Fauci uh, almost had a nervous breakdown, and he, you know, he thought that it was the end of the world, and we're all going to die, and people, these cases are going to go crazy, and oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this. These people are not only going to be at the game, they're not going to be wearing masks, and they're going to be cheering and talking, and maybe spitting and puking, and who knows what they'll be doing. And it's, anyway, so uh, Clay Travis of uh, Outkick.com, he tweets this. In the two weeks since college football kicked off and Fauci said packed stadiums would be super spreaders, cases are down 44% in Florida, 43% in Tennessee, 35% in Georgia. These are all Southeast Conference cities or states. Uh, 32% in South Carolina, 30% in Mississippi, 22% in Arkansas, 23% in Alabama, and 9% in Texas. Every SEC state is down. So all the people, those uh, rotten, stinking, selfish, stupid people who have the nerve to go out to a college football game on a Saturday, on a beautiful, sunny Saturday afternoon, they... What they succeeded in doing is making the cases go down. 44% in Florida. Now, now Florida is like, uh, that's the, the state that the Democrats just love to attack and say that DeSantis is a murderer. And 44%. And I'm sure you've seen the crowds. They're gigantic. And they're, they look like, call, and, and by the way, uh, they, not only have they been large, but they've been chanting F. Biden uh, a lot. F. Joe Biden. That's what, that, 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 every, I mean, multiple stadiums. So not only are they doing that, they're having a good time. They're spitting on each other. They're drinking beer. They're laughing, maybe even out loud with their mouths open. And they've survived. The, the state is not, the people are not dying. So the one thing Pitt won't have to worry about tomorrow is a full stadium, by the way. But uh, so I, 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 I'm going to be, Really enjoying watching the games tomorrow. I flip around. I don't really watch. I, I rarely sit and watch an entire college football game unless it's Pitter Penn State or maybe West Virginia. But uh, I still tune in and I'll watch. And I'll be looking for the crowds. And I hope it's standing room only in every stadium. And I hope they keep up the chance, by the way. And I hope nobody is wearing a mask. And we'll see if the numbers keep going down. And then what will Dr. Fauci say? I love it. Anyway, it's been a good week. Thanks to Darren and Mike for helping out. Thank you for listening. I'm going to go watch my grandson play a little high school football, and I'll talk to you on Monday. The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com